0: I was in Elliott last semester. We don't got elevators. We had rats and roaches, and they (laughs) carried all of our things up the stairs. You know, it was like uh, Snow White, you know, with all the woodland critters, you know, carrying everything around. Oh, my God. Except it was a stampede of cockroaches. At least that's how I remember it. Dear Harvard, we're all coming from different places, and we all need to be open to realizing that not everyone's experience is like our own.
1: Dear Harvard, you never know. You can totally make someone else's day and help someone else relieve that sadness, too.
2: Dear Harvard, it's not just you. The rest of us out here are struggling just like you.
0: You've got mail. Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Dear Harvard podcast. This is our Housing Day Extravaganza.
2: Woo! Housing Day. Here. Uh. Housing Day. Uh. Housing
0: Day. Uh. Yep. Housing Day. We are housed. We have houses. I am no longer houseless. Um, so that's always nice. We're going to definitely go into that. Actually, before we get started on the episode, um, what houses did y'all get into?
1: We're both in Adams. We blocked together. What? Awesome. Family. You? Oh, I know what you're in. You posted it.
0: I am in Winthrop. <laughs> I knew it. Oh my God. JFK house. Yep. All of the Kennedys actually were in Winthrop. It was JFK, Robert Kennedy, uh, Ted Kennedy, Carolyn Kennedy. So that's really cool. Um, you might just they be actually a Kennedy. have a JFK suite.
2: That's a little sus. Why? Yeah.
0: I'm a secret Kennedy, guys. I, I just want to get that out there. Sorry, um, I don't know if you if it if it changes your opinion of me, that's okay. Um.
2: I mean, can you, you only got into Harvard because you're a Kennedy?
0: Yeah, it's actually <laughs> King King Dollar, short for Kennedy Dollar. Oh, hang on a sec. I can do an accent, or I, I can do the voice. Ask not what Winthrop House can do for you, but what you can do for Winthrop
1: House. Uh, oh, what? I wish they could see our faces right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because you said you could do the voice and i was like this dude is about to waste like 30 seconds of my life <laughs> but you did it <laughs> wow
0: that's the proof right there that's my birthright
1: Oh my Lord.
2: dang i wish i could see our faces we both
1: <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting that <laughs> yeah
0: no but winter looks really cool i'm i'm excited um i think we all got to river houses so i feel like we're gonna have <laughs> an air of illegitimacy when we're telling everyone oh the quad's great like so sorry guys no.
2: yeah. brandon all i ask of you is that when it gets to be winter you let me in so i can get some hot chocolate and go into the courtyard that's it
0: oh and absolutely it. do you know we have boba tea in uh, the grill at winthrop what we got boba we got boba in our grill
2: this is so rude i know it's kind of respectful
0: Honestly, i'm sorry I apologize. Don't worry. I will, I will use my power w- with great responsibility. I will distribute both both to the masses.
2: Speaking of boba, this is not sponsored, but shout out to all my ladies. I hope you guys went to Kung Fu Tea and got yourself some three dollar large drinks this past weekend. It did end on the fourteenth, so if you didn't, I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah.
0: This is our late public service announcement. Go back in time. Get that $3 tea. You won't regret it.
2: You won't regret it.
0: You will regret it if you didn't get it.
2: But if you did, I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you got. Um send in your confessions on what you got from Kung Fu tea.
1: I need some new orders. Oolong tea is beautiful. Oh, During I the love fall you. they oolong had pumpkin tea. oolong. Oh my gosh. Yes. Pumpkin oolong. What? so good. That's
0: I can't even really comprehend exciting? that. My brain is not my brain is not wrinkly enough to so take yummy. in pumpkin oolong. <laughs> that <laughs> seems like a new transcendent experience.
1: <laughs> kind of tasted like a pumpkin spice latte, but iced with boba.
0: I'm Brandon from Chicago slash Indiana, since I seem to change it every week.
2: I'm Elizabeth from Houston, Texas. And I'm Muriel from Massachusetts.
0: Yeah, we are your Dear Harvard podcast team, and... If you have any confessions that you want to send into us about just more Housing Day stuff or maybe midterm death, I don't know, um, you can do so at tinyurl.com slash dearharvard. Uh, let's crack into these confessions. <clears throat> Dear Harvard.
2: <laughs> Fuck,
0: f- f- I got quatted.
2: And yes, there were that many Uh <laughs> That many ucks,
1: specifically that many
0: you. We have we have an alternative take on the quad as well. I don't know if anyone wants to bring that one out.
1: I can do it, dear Harvard. I was quadded and honestly, I'm not even mad. I take a Cabot suit with singles any day over a hallway double in a river house. Those two people need to meet. <laughs>
2: they what if they're in
0: the same, I mean, there's like a one out of three chance they're in the same house.
2: I actually don't mind the quad except for Cabot. I mean, I've never been inside Cabot. I just, I don't know. It looks nice on the inside, but things that look nice on the inside at Harvard tend to not be so good on the, things that look good on the outside at Harvard tend to not be so good on the inside. So...
0: See, Elliot.
2: Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I haven't been to Cabot, but Courier and Foho are amazing. Um, So if you're in Courier or Foho, being quadded is not that bad. And I mean, it's
0: beautiful. I you can mean, just, you know, you I've can seen pictures
2: and, and it'll be OK. And for the one that loves, you know, Cabot um, and will take a single in Cabot over and ha- a hallway double, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. To, I don't know about that. But I, I I enjoy the sentiment. I'm glad that you're content.
0: I just don't want to deal with a hallway bathroom. I want a suite.
2: <laughs> I mean, we got out of So we got in suite bathrooms.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the, the situations at Winthrop like. If it's mostly hallways, I don't know. It is mostly I think there hallways. are some. Seasons. All I know is we got them bomb river views, so I'm happy about that. That's in the river, the real I, river house.
2: I miss the view, like. I do walking. I'm not gonna hold you there. There were some times that I really had to clench the booty cheeks trying to walk to my bathroom, Um, (laughs) but it it was all okay because then I got to the window and see the beautiful river at sunset.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) This is a real podcast. This is, a, this is how we. These are the real emotions. This is Harvard unfiltered.
2: No, really, whoa, One whoa, twelve whoa. in the morning, and you've got to decide whether or not you want to, you know, go to the bathroom, walk down a long hallway, and go to the bathroom, or hold it in your sleep and possibly wet yourself. I mean,
0: that's not wetting I mean, yourself. That that is different than I wetting mean, yourself.
2: I, I mean, but it's it's. I'm sure it's possible. I'm sure it's happened to that somebody. Is a code Brown. That's the bathrooms are disrespectfully far from some of the dorms, so I hope you don't get like a hallway where you're like at the very end of the, the hall is your dorm and the, at the opposite end is your bathroom, because that was my situation, and I'm telling you, it was a different kind of walk of shame.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe we should just go back to bedpans, you know? I mean, <laughs> those are like convenient, right? No nah, plumbing I- required. no but i feel like getting quadded is like the harvard fear for everybody i get it you know it's this it's this huge specter and a lot of people you know they just like broke down in tears on housing day um i was actually almost hoping to get quadded almost like i feel like that sounds so fake since i'm in winthrop now but honestly i was like courier i'm down with it you know i mean beautiful carpeting got these Nice elevators. I was in Elliott last semester. We don't got elevators. We had rats and roaches, and they carried all of our things up the stairs. You know, it was like uh, <laughs> Snow White, you know, with all the woodland critters, you know, carrying oh everything my God. around. Except it was a stampede of cockroaches. Oh, wow. At least that's how I remember it. You know, I feel like there are, are river houses that are way worse than the quad houses. And sure, you got an extra walk. But I mean, honestly, now you don't have to skip leg day. You know, you got leg day every single day. So, or nah, that walk is disgusting.
1: Out. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, I love we, walking. That's we did the walk. Like, um, how's the with one of our friends? It was did the
0: quad walk with some people, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, it's, okay. it's like it gives you more time to talk.
1: Mm, okay, uh, <laughs> no, <the> yeah, <laughs> when you have, okay, I feel like it's a fun walk when it's optional, but if I had to do that walk, no, every day,
0: yeah, I guess that would suck
1: <laughs> in the cold, no.
2: with the blood
1: walking in the direction of the wind nope (laughs) I'm
0: like cold resistant though so
1: Um, I'm like part polar bear and like I feel like this has happened to me too many times but I honestly feel like it's a Boston thing but if you're caught in like a really rainy day and there are puddles on the street a car will splash you It will. that
0: is not a Boston thing that is a world thing that's just like movie magic like it happens to everybody you know
2: i've actually i think i've mastered not being splashed because i walk a lot and it's there were some days that it's been particularly rainy but if you time it just right you can avoid being splashed or if you're like looking out for traffic and looking at the puddles and then calculating i mean it takes a lot of mental it's it's a little (laughs) strenuous. um it takes a little mental effort but mental effort versus being soaked in dirty water, I'll take the mental effort. Um, if you want, I'll show you one day. We can we can figure it out. Um, but if I'm getting splashed by water on the way to the quad, that'll be my last time ever going to the quad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like,
0: like okay, I've spoken to some people and they were like, quad has best community in Harvard. And I feel like that's, I almost think there's an element of truth to that just because like it's like, who else are you gonna hang out with? You know, it's you're, a you're
1: forced community.
0: There. You're you're stuck <laughs> <laughs> on an <laughs> island. It's like Alcatraz. You know, you gotta be friends, or you, or you'll get eaten alive. So they've got that added. There's more community, even if it's like forced community. Yeah, it's like its own little island. That is probably not a selling point.
2: <laughs> you could say the same thing about Denster and Mather's too, because even though they're river houses, they're like quite more. Like if I was trying to walk from Kirkland. To Mathers, I wouldn't want to go either. So, I mean, pick your poison. But at the end of the day, Kirkland is, you know, they call it Krusty Kirkland for a reason. It's so a crusty Crab. That are there. Um. So, if it was between Kirkland and a, a quad, quadded house, I think I'd take the quad.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. So, I hope that helps alleviate some fears uh, or cause them.
2: dear harvard every time i see an email from my new house it reminds me that i'll spend the next year wishing i were somewhere else everyone lists the best things about my house but none of it is stuff i care about or enjoy
0: Oof. i feel like it'd be helpful if like we knew the house because i i could i could come up with a good selling pitch a sales pitch it's probably I, i i honestly think it's probably a quad though um but who knows, maybe like this person's like, oh, gosh, Lull is, I wish I wasn't in Lowell. There's just nothing here.
2: I don't know. I don't know what house they might be talking about. Because I feel like the houses with good selling points, like, they're solid selling points. It depends on what you're looking for, though. Like, for example, I like Winthrop because I'm a bougie bitch. But you see, some people might go, I don't really like Winthrop. They have a small courtyard. Or I don't really like Winthrop.
0: Hey, that, cor- that, that courtyard people. is perfectly average for its size.
2: <laughs> I'm just making stuff up because I really like... I mean, I don't really know what you would say. I don't know. But, like, honestly, like, people have different, I guess, desires and things that they would have liked in their house. Hopefully, so. this person
1: has a good blocking group or they blocked with someone that they like. Um, I guess I would, like, alleviate some of the disappointment. I don't know. But it also seems like if people are giving you... a list of reasons that your house is kind of cool and you're choosing to like ignore all of it It kind of seems like you're choosing to look at the glass as half empty instead of half full so maybe try focusing on the good and also you're not like trapped in your house especially since we're slowly reopening so out and about you go
0: yeah and, you know, I think the main selling point for a house is the people there. Like, there's all these cool events. They're okay. You know, everybody, every house has them. We've got Throptoberfest, uh, throp stock, which is like Woodstock. I wouldn't. I it should be woodthrop, but that's just me. I think, yeah, if your friends are there, it's going to be great. If your friends aren't there, make new friends. Then it's going to be great. Uh, I was in a blog group by myself and I still got into this awesome, like, like, I feel like I got in the same house as all of my close, my besties, which is like awesome. I don't know how that happened, especially, but you know, I'm, I'm here for it. It's awesome. Uh, you're going to make awesome friends. Uh, you're going to have this cool living experience. And ultimately, you know, they're all really, really nice houses, you know, even with the roaches and everything.
2: Honestly. If there's one thing I've learned being on campus and being, you know, a Harvard student, it's kind of just making the best of, you know, whatever your situation is. Um, I'd really hope that like you fall in love or really start to like your, if not the actual building itself, maybe some of the traditions, maybe your blockmates. If you don't have any blockmates, maybe like people that are your neighbors or just people you run into at the D halls um because it's not just the amenities that a building has to offer that's really going to make that experience so i mean hey it was a random draw so some of us kind of got lucky and and liked you know what happened and liked their you know housing assignments and some of us didn't but that doesn't mean that we still can't have fun and doesn't mean that we still can't you know enjoy what we do like about our housing assignments
0: at the end of the day we're all at harvard so just remember that i guess
2: and hey If you need to get out of your dorm because it's a little crusty or leave your suite because it kind of stinks, you know, you can hit me up. I'll take a walk with you to the river. We'll have some fun. We'll talk, we'll chat. It'll be great.
0: Dear Harvard, how should I approach talking to upperclassmen? I'm a freshman and I really want to talk to some of the upperclassmen I know, but always seem awkward. Like I'm sure they have their own friends and stuff.
2: So funny enough, Um, Muriel and I, over the past weekend, we decided to take a walk (laughs) to the River Houses.
0: Take a walk on the wild side.
2: (laughs) Just to see. I have no idea why we, I don't know why we did that. Um, it just happened. And we ended up running into, I don't know, like four or five different upperclassmen and just striking up a conversation with a few of them. Um, and it was spontaneous, but it was super-duper fun. And we learned that, like, there's some really cool upperclassmen. They were seniors that we were talking to, which, I don't know, was, I guess. Smelly. Not, boomers. Not They're not smelly. They're not boomers. It was just, like, I don't know. I think it might have otherwise been a little bit more daunting. Um, but it was cool. And it just took, like, a little bit of courage. One of us was like, hey, is that X, Y, and Z? And then we were like, I think so. And then we just went up, <laughs> and it was and then they introduce us to somebody else and it was kind of cool. I think a lot of upperclassmen are really understanding of the fact that freshmen are trying to get connected with them. And besides that, they're friendly themselves. And so they also want to like reach out and like connect with you too. And but I understand though it is super hard. And sometimes they'll be like, Hey, we should definitely like hang out. Or like, hey, we should definitely like set up a meeting. And then it doesn't happen. And so you're kinda like, oh that's all part of socializing so
0: yeah i feel like my entire friend group is first years like i've met cool seniors juniors etc like in classes and stuff but like yeah it's all first years for me um which i guess is good at least i'll have them for like all four years but i have met like cool people usually through clubs and stuff i think that's actually probably the best way to talk to upperclassmen like if you're in the same club you got bam you got a subject matter right there to strike up a conversation like say you're in whrb which i am and you're like on record hospital the coolest department of whrb that's 100 confirmed suddenly oh this new punk album came out got a hot topic to discuss with all of the cool seniors you know but also i feel like there's always this kind of weird social hierarchy that that kind of does make things feel awkward like i know when i was in high school uh, there was like only there was very few people at my school it was only like 400 or something 500 total And even there, it was like uh, really hard for me to like, like I was like, I was all shaken and nervous when I was talking to like upperclassmen. Although as I went through the years, like when I was a sophomore, it was way easier to talk to juniors and seniors than when I was a freshman. So I think it's going to be the same situation here at Harvard College. You know, once you get acclimated, it's way easier to talk to people. And plus, eventually you're going to be in the same classes as them, like as a sophomore or junior. So it's also worth mentioning, they're probably attention starved, too. Like, they're, they're interaction starved. They've been locked up due to COVID. They want to make friends, have chats, you know, just hang out with people. Uh, I I, I kind of disagree with this notion that, oh, they already have their own friends. They're set. I feel like there's a lot of lonely people out there. It doesn't matter what year they are. And they want to make friends. And especially now, it's harder to hang out with people. So, you know, give it a shot. They're desperate and they have lower standards than usual.
1: I definitely agree with most of that. (laughs) Um, Also, like most of the upperclassmen friends that I've made are like, you get the ones who sign up to be advisors and like never hit you up or do so for the paycheck. But there are a lot of upperclassmen out there who know what it's like or who you know have suffered more time than we have at Harvard and they want to like give back and give genuine advice and help us out so I would say like don't feel shy to reach out for advice or if clubs aren't your thing I personally find social media to be a really awesome way to like you know get your foot in the door just like liking or commenting on things can lead to like weird kind of friendships where you might feel comfortable enough like DMing or texting them one day like I know I became friends with an upperclassman just because I really liked their post, and I was like I like your vibe I want to be friends <laughs> and it worked but I understand that's not like a normal thing that most people would do <laughs> but if it is I would do it. <laughs> that's
2: definitely true I kind of forgot about like big SIB, little SIB programs that um, are often like part of different orgs and stuff. But I too, ha- I mean, I've met some upperclassmen in the weirdest of ways, to be honest. Some of oh, them are, are embarrassing. A lot of them are embarrassing. But you know <laughs> what, <laughs> it's okay too. Some of them have been like, like what Muriel said, just kind of like interactions on social media. Some of them have been like, oh, I knew a friend who knew a friend. And then they introduced me to this person. And like sometimes even like your big sibs can actually be pretty helpful. It's definitely like a tricky situation because like I, I really like gave up on the notion of big and little sibs because I was like, how can I have like five or six different big little sibs and none of them are reaching out. None of them like they all just kind of are silent i was like what's going on just like real siblings but then there was that one there was that one that was like after i was just like you know what like this is ridiculous i don't know how i've gone like months and we haven't talked and she was like bruh i'm writing a thesis and i'm like i understand so let's talk and then we did and like now it's great so and she's been introducing me to hella people too so you know what it's kind of like a luck of the draw to kind of get your your foot in the door, but trust me, like once you find, once you like once you're almost there, or once you're there, a lot of upperclassmen are also just as eager to get to know you and like want to hang out with you. We're in a panoramic, so things are a little bit they're a little more complicated, um, but I think for sure once campus kind of starts to keep opening up, more people come back, it'll be a little bit easier to do that. <laughs>
1: Dear Harvard, several of my blockmates' exes and almost everyone we've had beef with are in the same house as us. This is going to be an interesting three years.
0: Well, good luck.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Exes>. <laughs> Woo! Um,
0: First word of advice, don't get with your friend's exes. Trust me, bad idea. Uh, your friends are way cooler than your friend's exes. No matter how hot your friend's ex is, second are. word
1: of advice: don't find out like where they actually live, because one of these days your friend might get drunk and start running.
0: Oh yeah, keep your friends away from their exes too. <laughs> like not only you, hey. you got to keep your friends away because they will like they will get desperate. I mean, how hold on a second though? You're a first year, right? And you've <laughs> had like you you've already like got this whole run of exes, and also like enough people that you have beef with that you're like they're all here. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing this year? I mean, we haven't, we've been in a pandemic. This has been a Panera Bread, and you've been like, uh, just, I guess, beefing with everybody, apparently. I don't know how you even manage. I'm impressed, if anything.
2: I'm going to sit this one out. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit this one
1: out. I think.
0: Elizabeth, you've been doing some
1: beefing? <laughs> we-, <laughs> <laughs> we have three years we got three more years in this community so i personally feel like if it's not if you can graduate harvard and like live your life and not be like damn i really still hate this person let it go don't stop like don't risk the next three years being awkward or you having to like remove yourself from spaces because of these uncomfortable relationships when you can, like, you know... If, if it's possible to take the high road, I would take the high road, and I think it would definitely benefit you for the next three years.
2: What is this high road that you speak? Shadi, of? you got
1: to pretend like people dead sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I had someone in high school who didn't like me, and it was funny because I was like, you can either choose to entertain it or you can, like okay, I live by kill them with kindness. So I'm like, just do not entertain it. Do not react, right? And at the end of the day, like that person is either going to be like, I still hate you or they're going to be like, oh, like I have no reason to hold on to this like, this like, or this hate. And even if they don't, everyone around you is going to be like, well, you're still a chill person. You've handled this really maturely, you know? But I mean, to each their own. Sometimes that doesn't work. And sometimes we like to like, Throw hands. I don't know. Do what you want to do. <laughs> but I would just suggest, you know. <laughs> also,
0: we're going to be like making Banco Bucks. So they're going to come crawling back a few years later. Be like, hey, remember when we went to college together? And then you're like, really Bye.
2: sometimes a little bit of mess, like you said, is a little interesting. And it kind of sounds like you're not in the middle of the mess. I feel like, I don't know if you're dissociating or if you're just actually not in the mess. And you, it's just kind of like mess that's around you. But I mean, if you're not actually in the mess, I'd say take it with a grain of salt, um, and enjoy the show. But you the same can make
0: a really I... good reality show out of this, honestly. No,
2: really, because wow, that's that's wild. Like that, I don't know if that's great luck or terrible luck. It really depends. Charles River you... Shore. Um, <laughs> it really depends on how you um, deal with things and how you handle the situation. It can be like you, like Muriel was talking about. It could be either really awkward or it could be not that bad of an experience. And if if push comes to shove, maybe you guys just try and like not see each other too much just to kind of like avoid the conflict. But if that's impossible because you guys are going to be in the same houses, then good luck, Charlie.
0: <laughs> Barricade the room. Um, I feel like I have this secret talent where like, I've always felt like, oh, I get along with everybody. But it turns out that's not the truth. Like, I'm just so socially oblivious that when people are beefing with me, like, they're like, oh my God, this Brandon guy, get out of here. I just don't even realize, like, hey, how's it going? Like, like, wow, this guy really likes me. He's really cool. Uh, this girl is like, sweetest person in the world. It's like uh, Homer Simpson with Grimy, where he thinks, like, you know, he's his best friend, and actually, Grimes despises him. Um, I feel like I have that relationship going on with a lot of people sometimes. <laughs> I kind of love
2: that.
1: Yeah, it's like, wow,
0: everyone's my friend.
1: Yeah. Also, like, I saw a post the other day, and it was like, you don't need everyone to like you. You don't even like everyone. And I was like, this, this is the tweet. Because you really don't need to like everyone, and everyone doesn't need to like you either, to each their own. Like, maybe you're a strawberry, and that person likes peaches, and that's okay. Doesn't mean you can't be in the same fruit basket. There's no need to beef. I feel like... You can, like, especially, like, friendships. I think the first years, like, definitely had a thing where we rushed to, like, form cliques and, like, groups. And some people don't know how to not beef when, like, those relationships start cliques to, like... at Harvard? What? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's possible to, like, leave a clique without there being beef. Or to stop talking to someone without there being, like, necessarily drama just... People grow and you might end up splitting ways, but it doesn't mean like the love has to go anywhere. But nobody teaches us this stuff. Relationships are all trial and error. So we learn together. We're going
2: yeah. some facts. Um,
0: <laughs> but seriously, do not get with your friend's exes. Don't do
1: it.
2: Yeah, don't do don't it. Do it. Um, make sure that when they're drunk, their phone is far away from there. Um, they don't <laughs> know where the person lives. Um, you don't need... Jump anybody. up.
1: Lock
0: them in a windowless room like they're a werewolf. Chain them up so that they cannot break out to the ex.
1: As someone who has been jumped by my friends when I try to reach for my phone, I gotta say, I appreciate it. I do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Take their phone. It's self-destructive. And they're drunk, so they're not understanding the implications of what they're trying to do. We
1: understand. (laughs) (laughs) We just know that we can wake up and be like, Oop, (laughs) that wasn't me.
2: And also, if the beef gets serious to where hands might be thrown, egg them. I, I would also suggest not letting them know where the other person lives. Um, I have yet to see a drunk fight, but I'm sure <laughs> it, would be, it wouldn't be too too pretty. So, <laughs> um,
0: I don't know why, but it feels like like all the Harvard drunk people I've seen. Not that there's been like a lot of Harvard drunk people I've seen, but they've they've always been really chill. Like. I feel like there's something like Harvard students when they drink reach this state of Zen where they're all just like I love everybody, you know. Maybe I'm being a little uh, naive, but it, it feels like that. You know, everyone's just super.
1: chill. Nah, I don't know what Harvard drug people do.
2: The drug people that I have seen, woo child, um, um they're either super duper crazy or they're hilarious.
1: Are they making out with someone?
2: Are they making out with someone or performing some other, you know, act of fellatio. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> it's just a lot of things going on. It's a lot of things going on. Zen is. I feel like a, you're
0: just not hanging out with the right drunk people.
2: You might be onto something, but Zen is something that I have never seen before. All
0: right, all right. I think we've been talking long enough. It's uh, probably time to wrap up. Thank you. <laughs> for so much for putting up with whatever that was Uh, we got we got off track a little bit um a lot of i hope you're happy with your house and if you're not i hope you find people you love anyway you know you're gonna have a great next three years uh hopefully we actually get to be there in the fall uh to be nice anybody wants to see the you know awesome river rooftop views at winthrop you know hit me up i will try my best and, yeah, if you have any other confessions, maybe some last-minute housing stuff, maybe just uh, midterms craziness, send it in at dineurl.com slash harvard. We also want to hear more shout-outs, you know? Spread that love around. We want to hear who deserves some loving. That is maybe not how I want to phrase that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we will see you next time. It's been a great episode. Until then, Brandon. Until
2: then. Elizabeth. And Muriel.
0: Arrivederci.
2: Adios.
1: Bye.